welcome to a better lifestyle i am your host richard and i will be with you throughout this journey this show is here to empower individuals to do more in life professionally you will find a variety of topics that will help you to be more productive and more successful so join me and the professionals from different industries as we bring education and knowledge for more success. All right, let's do this. Uh, my name is Richard Lesmerals. I go by the name of my man Richard. Welcome to a better lifestyle. Uh, today we're gonna talk about uh, uh, rising back from uh, when you fail. So I didn't have uh, a title for uh, for the episode, but I'll I'll figure it out. So uh, I have a special guest who knows really about that. So he's gonna share a little bit uh, uh, about a story, and uh, he's gonna give some uh, insights and uh, maybe give some hope to some people who are, who are falling and uh, are having a hard time to get back on their feet. So uh, mm. uh, please, Bobby, tell everybody who you are. Uh, a All right. Bit, a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your story, and we'll and we'll get started. Sure, sure. So thank you so thank you so much, Richard, for having me on this uh, event of yours on this podcast. And uh, for everybody else, my name is Bobby D'Souza. I'm the author of the book Fallen to Rise, uh, which is actually my uh, story, my journey of once being a construction manual laborer on the roads of Mumbai to somebody who's inspired 190 corporate organization across the world. All right. Working with more than 33,000 people face to face. My journey basically uh, started off I wherein I was in a state of being helpless, completely confused, not sure where my life was you know, going on at the age of 16. You know, that's how my life was, you know. Uh, I come from a broken family and uh, my goal is not to show myself as a victim here, but to add, to tell anybody and everybody who's listening to me that there is hope. That when you're confused, when you're lost, when you feel that you're at the crossroad of your life and you do not know what's going on, hold on. Because that's where I was able to rise beyond. You know, in fact, every time I, you know, deliver a keynote speech to any organization uh, and to audiences live, whether they are in person or virtual, there is one thing that I always share. At the age of 16, when I was trying to do manual labor, labor work, and around the age of 17, when I was a salesman, door to door, house to house, doing cold calling and was ridiculed, picked up like an animal and thrown outside on the road. I remember on the streets of Mumbai, you know, I'm from India, the beautiful country of India, and there was rain falling from heaven. You know, there's one vehicle passing from here, one vehicle passing from there in the crowded city of Mumbai, the city that never sleeps. I was standing on the road without even a penny, without even a dollar. And I'm standing on the road asking myself, where do I go from here? And somehow I found this inner faith within myself which told me, you know, not exactly in the same words, but it actually told me that your biography, your past will never determine the autobiography that you're writing for your life. And that very moment, I decided that my current reality is never permanent. The situation that I'm going through right now is never permanent. 
I made a choice to say that I'm going to let go of what happened in the past and I'm going to move forward. And the good news is I was able to progress. I was able to learn. I really had a deep hunger to consistently upgrade myself, reinvent myself. And thankfully, you know, I have come to a place in my life wherein, you know, I'm no longer at the crossroad of my life. I clearly know what I want to do. And the greatest thing that I'm doing today is inspiring thousands of people, telling them, just like my book says, Fallen to Rise, that if I can fall and if I can rise, each one of you who are listening or watching, all of us can rise and go to bigger, better, higher, whatever that is for you. So that's a little bit about me, Richard. Uh, so what was your uh, mental state at uh, in these times? Like... Uh, was it uh were you positive negative fearful what was uh what was going through your mind i think the from an emotional state point of view the biggest thing that i observed was uh what i can recollect you know when i was a very young boy uh i felt a sense of no control you know like tony robbins says basically i felt a sense of uncertainty i was not really sure where i was going I was emotionally, you know, burnt out. I was completely confused, full of doubts. And one thing that I really, really lacked, I lacked self-confidence. But thankfully, it was the grace that I was able to rise beyond and I was able to see, you know, the light at the other side of the tunnel in the darkness. Uh, so how do, you, how, do you, how do you control your emotions in, uh, in those times? Because sometimes... When those things, when you're in a dark place, you can make uh, bad decisions uh, because of your emotions. So how do you sure. control your emotions in those times? You know, when I was quite a, you know, this very moment, I am definitely, you know, enlightened. And there are a lot of techniques and strategies and tools that I have learned over the years. But when I was very, very young. And I did not even know what is emotional intelligence or how do I manage my emotions. In fact, the word emotion was only used in connection to romance that you see in a Bollywood movie, <laughs> at least from my understanding. So my uh, thought was emotionally, I was down. I was hopeless. However, the only thing that kept me going on in those moments of time that helped me to come back and rise from the fall was basically a very compelling reason that told me, you know, and as we call it, my why, W-H-Y. I clearly knew that my family needed me, that the son was needed to take care of family. People were dependent on me. And knowing that at the age of 16, my family depended on me. I knew I had to rise up and do it. So I think it was a bigger reason, the bigger why, which was beyond my helplessness, beyond me feeling a victim. I knew that there were people who needed to be taken care of. And that basically helped me to pull through. And that's my answer. And if you ask me today, of course, I have a lot of strategies I can suggest. But at the age of 16, I think it was the reason, the bigger reason that I love my family. That's can the reason. You, can you talk about uh, the strategies a little bit? Yes, definitely. Uh, now, when people are handling their emotions at the current moment, in case somebody who's listening today and is going through a moment when the person is feeling consistently down and out, is feeling hopeless, or is just feeling low, you know, let's say everything is going well, but people are feeling low. And all of us feel that, right, Richard? Sometimes all of us feel a sense of low, you know, sometimes without any reasons as well. 
one of the ways that somebody can actually handle their emotions is by a powerful you know lesson that i learned stress and disappointment is not created by the situation stress is not created by the situation but by the meaning that we give to the situation and that is a quote by tony robbins you know who i have learned so much from is sometimes what happens is when we're going to a time in our life when we feel that everything is just not working sometimes to the situation that we're facing what we're doing is we're just giving it a very disempowering very negative meaning for an example let's say somebody works for sales and is expected to meet a financial target every month and due to some reason one of the deals that he's working on in and is really working very hard to close a deal and that deal does not come through now the easiest thing somebody could feel is emotionally that person could feel completely down and out and say you know i'm a loser this is not working for me my hard work is wasted stress is not created by the situation but by the meaning that we give to the situation but the question is if the person would focus on realizing that you know can i convert or change the meaning of the situation to something which is positive for example i tried this customer this customer did not answer my call possibly the customer is busy possibly the customer needs two three more days to make a decision possibly i have learned a key lesson that i need to improve on so that my next time my sales could be better you know when you change the meaning of the situation that you're facing your emotional focus changes and you start feeling more positive more affirmative and as a result of that you are able to move forward so out of the many strategies that i have i think the quickest one is to change the meaning that you face in a situation and emotion changes that's one uh how do you avoid how do you avoid uh making bad uh well avoid bad decisions when you're in chaos like uh how do you avoid or not how do you avoid what's uh how can i say that how can i frame that what should people oh, yeah no yeah the yeah that's the question uh what should people not do when chaos mm. when chaos is around correct so what wonderful question richard your question is what should people not do yeah. when they are in a chaotic situation exactly <laughs> richard you know honestly i am guilty of that too so many times that when we are in chaos when we are in pressure when our buttons are pressed the easiest thing for us is to give in and the easiest thing is to react and a lot of time we make very costly very very bad decisions you know a very simple example let's say you have a couple you know a husband and wife or your your partner who you're with and let's say there is a conflict that happened and there's a pressure that happened and something just happened let's say there's a financial turmoil that happened and there's a letter that is come back and you know you're pending in certain payments now that's a chaotic situation right that's a pressure situation now just imagine this the partner both of them they come together they're confused they are worried they're pressured now the easiest thing that they can do is which most people would do is when they get triggered they will trigger the other person because that's how they get certainty right they said you know i do not know how to handle the situation can i use this to blame my partner so the partner will say it is you who are responsible you should have done this you should have done this and this could escalate to conflict and imagine what happens to the emotion both of them are pressured both of them make a bad decision and sometime it could even turn violent 
and sometimes the relationship could even break the only challenge is the conflict that happened between the partner whether it's business partner whether it is family members the reality is the solution did not come through that right so the solution that i have learned the hard way you know from the mistakes that i made and i've learned it from so many mentors is that we use the power of pause we use the power of pause and you know richard i'm going to bring a very uh, interesting example i'm actually a musician by the way uh, and i play something called as electronic drums you know the african drums and electronic drums and uh, when i deliver keynote speeches for a lot of different organization you know what i do is i play the music for the people you know i play the drums for the people and when i'm playing the drums i ask people to sync with me in other words they need to sync with the rhythm and what i've observed is when people try they make a mistake and what interesting thing what people do is when i start increasing the rhythm and the pace of the drums people just start making mistakes again and again and they're confidently making more mistakes and we laugh about it but one of the key lesson that i bring from that and in fact is a answer to your question is i tell them just like in music you got to use the power of pause where you got to observe what has happened you got to space out from that situation and listen what is happening and then when you're ready you join back at the right beat and that's exactly what i want to say when people are going through a time when they are pressured in chaotic time the most important thing is to pause don't create more damage to the chaos already pause observe analyze and then make a decision uh in fact scientifically there is a word called metacognition the word metacognition basically means spacing out from your current situation and then when you are in an emotional state where you are calm where you can be more logical that is the moment you make a decision sometime i have observed that when people are feeling very chaotic when the emotions are very high it is better to just sleep over it literally in case if you can just go to sleep or you can just take a break from thinking that there's that's a solution you just space out from that situation and then you are able to rise beyond it and you are able to make better decision and uh, the best part is Uh, you are not triggering someone else that's my answer uh hope and faith plays a good part in uh in chaotic moment what do you have to say about that wonderful richard you know that's a powerful that's very very close to my heart actually uh hope and faith such an important thing uh in fact you know the bible has a quote which says faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see right uh doesn't matter what religion anybody follows there is this one truth that you know faith is not something that you can actually touch right it is not tangible but the reality is that faith and that hope basically you know helps you to see beyond your current reality and to trust that you know it is all going to work out you know interestingly richard bob proctor one of the finest speakers in the world you know uh and i've learned so much from him he gave an example and he mentioned that faith and fear both uses the same thing faith and fear both uses use the same thing which is not tangible which is called imagination in imagination you know when you're imagining something of something that has not happened to you yet and you're imagining it as worse than it is and you start feeling really horrible about it if you start feeling very bad about it because you imagined it and it is creating fear in the reality is it's not happened right it's just an imagination similarly for faith things have not happened yet but you're believing with all your heart that even from this i will be able to rise beyond it 
even beyond this there's something bigger something better something higher that is waiting for me current reality i do not see any good sign but what i do know for sure that i can make the choice just like in just like i i can naturally imagine negative things before they have actually happened i can intentionally imagine positive things that can happen in my life and start taking affirmative positive actions one of the things i want to say also richard is when somebody says that i have faith and i want to believe in times of difficulties what my suggestion is and i have applied this in my own life as well is that faith and hope is not enough your faith needs to show up in actions so when you're going through chaos when you're going through really messed up time do not stop the good work that you're doing what a lot of people unfortunately do is when they put in a lot of good work let's say they started their startup business and they put a lot of good work and results are not showing up and the seeds are in the ground what they do is when they lose their patience and they lose their hope and faith they even dig out the seeds that they you know planted with so much of hard work my suggestion is use the power of faith and hope to pause to think and to take at least one good action today and tomorrow will show something good something bigger better higher talk to us a little bit about uh, the book wonderful so richard my book is called fallen to rise and i will definitely share the link it is available on amazon uh and flipkart and many other sites barnes and nobles as well uh the book fallen to rise it's actually a non fiction uh, book it is it is actually my true journey like i just gave you a little glimpse of my story but the entire story has been narrated it is like a novel it's a story book a lot of people when they read the book they feel as if they are watching a movie there is a moment when people are laughing there is a moment where people are in tears there is a moment where they feel the pain and in a moment they feel like they're being inspired every chapter underneath each chapter there is a reflection where people not only listen to the story they read the story but then they can also reflect on some of the key lessons that i have written over there so not only i have shared my story but there are reflections that people can pause they can observe and they can learn it is a story of resilience it is a story of determination and if anybody wants to rise beyond their current reality it will help them to build courage it will help them to dare to rise beyond that's the book mm. so what would be the last words in regards to everything we talked about so firstly richard i really appreciate the valuable time that you gave me and i'm no problem uh, you know i'm hoping that you know it would add a lot of value to whoever is listening whenever they are listening my last words would be this which actually is from the book fallen to rise that regardless of what you're going through right now this is what you need to know something bigger something better something higher is waiting just for you my friend you need to know that you may not see it currently but like richard correctly said you need your faith you need your hope to keep going on one day at a time you know when you're trying to build masterpiece life you got to hustle it will take time but the good part is what you become because of the hustle what you become as a result of the efforts that you put your pain will be left behind but what will emerge is a courageous daring man or woman that's my message where where can people find you on social media or the internet so richard people can easily find me anywhere actually because you know i'm really really a lot on uh, social media whether uh, 
uh, whether you search me and listen to me on Spotify, whether you search me on LinkedIn, uh, whether you can find me on uh, Amazon, uh, the book uh, is on Amazon and I'll share the link as well. Uh, I'm also on Quora. Uh, I have answered around 1,500 questions there. So if you have questions, you can ask me there. And in case anybody wants to reach out to me personally for a keynote speech or you want to be coached by me, then I'm easily available. Just search for www.bobbydisouza.com and I'm happy to add value to you one person at a time. What are some stuff that you're working right now at the, mo uh, at the moment? Uh, so currently, uh, I have just built up my online course, uh, which is up on Udemy, uh, which is called as uh, Unshakable Confidence, uh, also called as Confidence Booster to Win Big. That's up on Udemy. It has just been la launched last month. And uh, hopefully, uh, I'm also a musician, so I consistently have, you know put in some sort of recording, some unplugged songs and music and stuff that is on. And of course, my podcasts and blogs are on Medium and many other places. Okay. Uh, I didn't know you had a podcast. What's the name of the podcast? It is the Bobby D'Souza show. Okay. And what does it talk about? What do you talk about? Uh, it is basically, it basically talks about, you know, uh, building your mindset. Okay. Building a very courageous, daring mindset, building de determination, building resilience and enduring motivation. Uh, thanks, Bobby. We, uh, we finally connect. So it was kind of hectic quick. Uh, for you. us to connect so uh, we did it so uh, I really wanted to uh, to do this episode so uh, so someone can be inspired by your story uh, I had listened I had listened to to uh, one of your uh, podcasts with uh, this lady I forgot her name but it was very it was very good uh, on that note thank you everybody for taking the time to listen to the podcast welcome to a better lifestyle my name is Richard L'Esperance and I go by the name of my man Richard and I was with Bobby D'Souza, right? That's right. <laughs> okay, I didn't want to mess up your name. So uh, yes. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank you, Bobby, for being here. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you so much, Richard. I appreciate <laughs> no, it. No problem. My pleasure. Thank you for listening. If this is your first time listening to the podcast and you like it, please don't forget to subscribe at the end. Thank you and see you next time.